Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. My name is Luke Burridge and this is the show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it. There's no set schedule, it's just whenever I finish a book. And when Juliana also finishes the book, we do a review, stick it up here on the podcast feed for everyone to download and listen to. Uh, joining me today, like normal, is Juliana. Say hello, Juliana. Hello, everyone. And today, the audio quality probably isn't so good because we're just using the, uh, the microphone on my laptop in yes. the cabin of the cruise ship that we're on. I'm working <laughs> on a cruise ship. Uh, we've got, I've got a, a, a contract, which is what is it? 12 day cruise, 14 day cruise? I can't remember yep. what it is. Like two weeks um, over Christmas and New Year's. And because it's Christmas and New Year's, I decided to invite you, Liana, along with me on this work trip. And which so is here, very nice of you. Yeah, so it's very nice. Uh, but the thing is, Juliana happens every time she comes on a work trip with me, which is we get like four days in and then Juliana gets ill in yes. some way especially on cruise ships because we're around so many people <sighs> uh, and I, I guess my immune system is I, better yeah, I, don't my, know. My, I mean we know my immune system is not great so <laughs> yeah. let's just don't Let's just ignore the way I, I sound and uh, <laughs> and how little energy how that little you have. energy I have. So let's get so anyway. We, normally we look at each other uh, when we do these when we do these podcasts. We have two seats that face each other, but because we're both just speaking into the laptop microphone, we're looking at each other in a in a mirror. But of course we forgot to do that, and I keep just looking over at Juliana <laughs> next to me rather than looking in the mirror. Anyway. Yes. Not great circumstances. All, but that, all that to say, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We're on a cruise ship. We still have Christmas <clears> music. And maybe it's just going to be Christmas music until the 2nd of January when we leave the ship. Probably. Feels like that, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Anyway, um, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. If this is the last one, although I did just finish my other book, so maybe tomorrow. Maybe there's going to be another one. Do another podcast. Um, so anyway, let's get into it. So today's book that we're doing is Murderbot Number 7 by Martha Wells. I yes. uh, can't remember the name. Was it System Collapse? Yes. And uh, just in case anybody is wondering, this is a follow-up, an immediate follow-up story to not Murderbot number six, because no, Murderbot number six was a fill backfill story of something like stuff that happened before Murderbot number five. The first four stories were novellas, and we reviewed like the first two. But then because they're novellas, I didn't have much else to say about them. So continuing the adventures of Murderbot. Yes. Um, but then book number five, which isn't the book that was previously before this in publishing order, but chronologically, this is the book before that. Network Effect. So this system collapse is uh, the, the book, the, the story that continues on almost immediately from Network Effect, the novel, which was put out that won all of the Hugo and Nebula, won both the Hugo and Nebula Award for best novel for whatever it was, 2020, whenever it came out. Yeah. And so, to catch up, this is the follow-up. This is Murderbot 7, which is the follow-on story from Murderbot number 5. And then n number 6 was in between. Now, I actually apparently read number 6, which is a, another short story, like, novella-length thing. And the only reason I know I read it is when I borrowed it from the library, I realised I had lots of notes and bookmarks already. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't remember. Like, I was looking at it and I was yeah. like, oh, I've got these bookmarks. I read this, like, eight months ago and just didn't remember it. So, and hadn't rec recorded that I'd read it on Goodreads and wasn't really enjoying it that much. So I just was like, well, if I, if literally eight months later, I don't remember reading this previously. Yeah. It couldn't have stuck with me and there's no point to carry on with it. So I just bailed on it that second time. Um, okay, I'm uh, really surprised that you tell me that this is a, a direct continuation of book number five. But well, with all the colonists uh, that they were there with on, on, at the end of Network Effect. Uh, yeah, but 
No, I I have like <laughs> I I came into this book and I, I was really struggling to to get my head around what situation okay. and where and when and why. You are and not what alone. In between, I oh. just looked at some of the people's reviews. You know, like okay. I came here and sat here. You're not alone. Literally, mo- and this is the reason why I thought I'd start the review off like this. Okay. Because this book is really confusing. Yes. It honestly expects you to not treat this now as not because this is now novel length again. This was like a seven hour audiobook. Okay. So they went from like you know two and a half hour audiobooks yes. up to four hour audiobooks yes. and then they had the novel which was yeah. a big chunky one like you know yeah. what 12 hours or 10 hours or something and now this is definitely novel length again mm. but it assumes that you know all the characters you know the situation they're all in but also it doesn't actually help you in any way no i'm so much used to good writers writing series and at the start that there's this way of just sort of like filling in the details as you know bob we are on this planet and as you know we're here have another character come up in like have someone quickly explain what's going to happen yes. have have some to even the worst um, science fiction that I've read, these science fiction series where it's just like people stand, like sitting around in a room explaining stuff to each other, explaining what they're going to do, and then they all go apart and then they come back and then like you, they, they catch up with it. And they do it by having people tell each other what's happened, you yeah. know. And no. it's very inelegant, but tell you something, it catches you up with the story yeah, of where you're nothing up to. Like nothing, nothing like that. Nothing like that. Nothing like that Absolutely all. not. Like there is stuff mentioned, but it is so inefficient like there's nothing there there, stuff is being mentioned but then it's some stuff like redacted or whatever I don't even understand and and it never really get you you never really get an entry into what's happening until like very late into the book like very annoyingly late into the book also, uh, oh, so it's it's bad in the way that it assumes that you've just literally like a minute beforehand put down book number Five. five and this is book number seven and again doesn't address that kind of stuff oh remember in the previous book ah yes but that was actually you know it doesn't do yeah, any like, of that it's not setting any scenes no Nothing. no se- no scene setting in this no. at all no which to be honest and this is this is going to be always going to come back to my main criticism of this book is that at, at least in the novel version network effect where they're like oh everything up until now has been a novella and now we're going to do a novel and while I didn't like it at least there was this clarity of like okay we're going to have like three sections if you know what I mean there's going to be this first section setting up and then there's going to be a middle section where not a lot happens but at least we're in this middle section and then there's going to be so even though like the first novellas were very episodic it's like this is the episode where this happens this is the episode where this this is monster of the week here's the new character who comes in here's this robot character here's this transport character you know that kind of thing um the the the, this this book like the novel had that as well it's sort of like oh well i had these three novella ideas weren't quite strong enough by themselves let's just put them back to back to back and that can be the novel with some like different structure in there this it's everything is spread out to be novel length without any of the benefits of having the time and space of having just more time to develop like what the scene is why are we in this situation what's the history of this yeah. what's the history of this company what's the history of these colonists who are these people here we're and talking about university people and then yeah. some archaeologists and then some ecologists and all like a novel allows you to get some more depth into all of this stuff and this is a novel which treats everything as though it's a continuous novella series that you've just finished reading I didn't I read Network Effect two years ago or whatever yeah you know actually I brought up the the, the list here what is it the um, Murderbot Diaries number five 
what 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 was that? Yeah, 2022. Yes. Um, yeah, the last time that I read this, Murderbot Diaries number five was 2022. So yeah. over a year ago now, like August last year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a, a pretty pretty long time ago to just pick up where we left off without any of the normal, hey, this is a long running series. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, fantasy series or science fiction series. Remember this person, this person's got post-traumatic stress and they're gonna like mull over what happened. Oh, and it really, it really affected me when this character died in that yes. previous book. And like, yeah, oh yeah. great, that character, and they did and they're okay right and the next yeah. person like well these people had sex in the previous book and now they're falling out and they're, they're bickering because oh right yeah it's six months later from that previous book and you know the the relationship that was all new and fresh then is now you know they're over the honeymoon yeah. period and you're like oh yes of course these two people in a relationship no 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 nothing like that nothing like nothing that. like that and I thought some of it was such a lazy writing thing like there were things mentioned, yeah, um, and uh, like there were certain things happening, and then it was just repeated over and over, but never clarified. Yeah, it was always just okay. We use a term that represents something happened. Yeah, we it wasn't explained what happened. It wasn't explained how how it affected anybody, the humans or the robots or whatever. Yeah, and then we're just meant to understand. Okay, this is. Okay, something bad happened, and here's the word that we're gonna use for that. You don't need to know any more details about yeah. it. Even if I'm like, but I want to know more details yeah, yeah. about this. So here's the, the and this is leading on from this is that I put this note here, system collapse, and I realized I didn't know any of the names. And I and I mentioned this in the previous yeah. podcast about this is that <laughs> like in the in the novella sequence, like those four novellas, I actually mostly enjoyed reading them because it was like here's Murderbot here's one other character that you need to think about or remember from it you know there's is it Mensa, Mensa and then there's Robbie the robot don't remember the names or whatever there's Art who's the asshole research transport you know in each one of those there was one other character apart from Murderbot that you needed to know the name yeah. of and then groups of like general you know, humans, generic red coats, you know, yeah, generic people who you didn't need to know about, but yeah. you know, Murderbot has to, you know, save someone or look after someone or fight someone, and then there's just other characters who just fill those roles. Yes. And they're interchangeable and they don't matter because really it's to do with Murderbot and Murderbot's relationship with the one other secondary main character. Yeah. And also it's one situation, like there's yes. one situation that like they are in, they are having yeah. to go through and come out the other side or whatever. Yeah. There's like a, a, like boundaries. Yeah, and that's what I said before, I, and I mentioned this on the previous episodes, that each one of these was like, again, it was self-contained. It's like, oh, it's like a novel about hacking, but without all the setup, it's just the hacking stuff. Yes. So there's like hacking, hacking, hacking. Oh, this one is about, you know, fighting a, 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 a vicious robot. Or this one's about an alien infection or yes. infestation or whatever it was. Even yes. the part of the even there was even parts of the novel like you say those three sections of the novel where like oh this is the you know the Star Trek episode with the transporter error okay yeah. or whatever it's going to be and you're like oh that one and you know what the focus is like here's an issue uh, they're going to either hack or fight or sneak or spy or even in one of them is sort of more like a murder mystery kind of thing yes. sort of like a close so and you, even in the no novel where there was three of these put together, like, oh, we're in the alien infestation, you know, the, uh, what is it called, melding plague kind of, or whatever the um, the proto-molecule or whatever it is in yes. the, uh, in the, in the expanse or something like that. And they were like, oh, well, now we're having this, we're doing this kind of thing. I'm like, oh, great, I know what to do here. Okay, okay yeah. and now I'm going to ask you about this story. What is the thing of this story? 
what is the of the week of this story? Like, if you're going to explain this episode of a TV show, be like, oh yeah, the one that they do time looping. Oh yeah, the one yeah. where you know, what uh, is it for this story? Uh, I know maybe it's uh, in the end. I think it is them. The the the. Uh, the pinnacle of this story is them sitting together and making a little movie documentary. Right. Yes. Okay. I will give you that. I'll give you that. Maybe that they that. do do documentary movie making as propaganda and you know as you know propaganda warfare. Yes. Maybe, I'll give you that. that. I'll come back to that point though. Other apart from that, like one scene in the yeah. middle of this section yeah. where they make a movie. Um, what is like? There isn't anything. No, there it's isn't. lots because, of sitting around, yes. catching up, and slowly revealing. Oh, what's happening? What's happening? And you get this one bit in the middle where they do some propaganda, like they make yeah. the movie, and then after that, it's just uh, like, oh, we've just got to escape, and yes. there's just sort of like some action and some running around and yes. some flying a ship away. Yes, and you're just like, oh, there isn't actually a of the week here. No, there isn't a there isn't a bad guy of the week. There's not a monster of the week. There isn't a robot out of control of the week. There isn't a murder mystery of the week. There isn't a crime to solve of the week no there isn't a hacking system there isn't a computer bug of the week because everything that they're actually struggling with in during the situation is resolved outside of the story yes. basically and left over from a novel that i read a year and a half ago and left over and also um part of this book is there to slowly fill in holes that you don't know yet yes. from the past. So it's like this really strange combination yeah. of there is not a single cohesive theme yeah. what's happening. It's like all stuck together. So no cohesive theme, no, no overriding idea of it. Like that's what I liked about those first books. It's sort of like here is a novella and we're just going to do this conversation between a robot with an action scene at the end. And I'm like Great. Yes. yes. I'm good with that. Yes. No problem at all. You know, that's yeah. what a novella does really well. Yeah. Sets up an idea, examine it, not as in much detail as a novel, but with a novel you've got to do characterization and scene setting, and that, that can all be skipped over just for the idea. And this book doesn't have an idea, doesn't have a science fictional concept. It's like more time with Murderbot. Um, and that's it. So, yeah. Let's bring it back though to that thing that you mentioned. One of the main things that is memorable about this is that Murderbot uses all of their experience with watching media. It's all about media this, media that, shows this, shows that. And they're like, ah, this can affect you. You know, watching this stuff can affect yeah. your emotions. And they're like, right, I am, I'm starting to understand human emotions and human reasoning and human, like humans and stuff. So they make a, they make a, a, a documentary. Was it a documentary? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah it's like a documentary show. Entertainment with... educational. That's oh, that was a tag. Yeah, an edu entertainment educational educational entertainment thing, and that they're going to show to these colonists who have been, you know, separated from the rest of the world for fifty years, or the rest of the galactic empire, or whatever we're doing. The corporate, whatever the corporations are trying to say. Hey, you should come and join us over here in the corporate world. And yeah. the, they're like, oh no, the colonists should come and join, like, should be free and be able to move around and don't sign these indentures. And so they make this entertainment. And that takes up, you know, in the audiobook, it was like part of a chapter or whatever, yeah, it like 20 it minutes. Huge. And then they get to it and we never see it. They're like, now let's no. start editing. And they start editing and then now let's present it. And yeah. they present it. And it's like over. And I'm like, and also, what was in it? And also, we never get to see or experience what the colonists see and experience. No. Like, they sit back again and watch it. We don't know what happens. And then it had no effect. No. 
it had no effect on them. <laughs> and I was so disappointed. I was like, this is what Murderbot has been training for for six books so yeah, far. Yeah. Watching all this media, learning about human emotions, how to manipulate human emotions and their own emotions or whatever via entertainment or, you know, TV shows or the Star Trek show or the, you know, whatever. The, what, Sanctuary, sub, Sanctuary, Sanctuary Moon, which is it like the sub-sub, like, C-level uh, Star Trek knockoff that they're really into. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be it going to use all of those things and you know those hints at that in the network effects thing where they're yes. like oh and I'm telling this story as though it's a story of the you know whatever and here's just it's like the idea is really good and I was like that should have been it it should have been a novella where there's a thing that's set up and they have to make a documentary of lots of footage it could even be footage from previous scenes like you can even do it like a yeah. you know the lazy sitcom you know Christmas special or whatever they do where they just yeah. or not even Christmas special whatever it is where they just show clips you know the clip show thing where they do show clips do you remember clips. that do you remember this do you remember the time yeah. that we were stuck in a lift and then yeah. you see the stuck in a lift bit oh do you remember the time yeah, yeah, that we yeah, were yeah. you know yeah, the yeah. Simpsons we do all, it some, the, clip, the clip show episode this could have been a clip show like yes. show bits and pieces like ah oh, what else what else do we need to show yes. and it could some of it could have been done before some of it could be new stuff which you think ah I don't remember that like yes. previous clip where they solve this mystery yeah. and all of it is to show the, the bad side of the corporate way of doing stuff yeah. and the good side of the you know whatever utopian you know university planet these people come from yes and that could have been the story but that's skipped over like after like five minutes of the audiobook it's forgotten never mentioned again and it's just chase sequences and shooting stuff with people i don't care about so oh what an opportunity missed that could have been a really fun two and a half hour audiobook like novella experience yeah. of solving the problem by doing the play let's put a play on right now yeah. we've got to say you know uh, whatever the yeah, yeah, thing yeah. is yeah. and that's a perfectly valid like having the musical episode of a tv you know is a perfectly valid show idea and because murderbot there's even going to be a murderbot i think apple tv is now optioned murderbot as a uh, as a series that okay. they're going to do i think the murderbots i think apple tv are going to do a better job oh, yeah. with these storytelling oh, yeah. than martha wells does yes anyway I, uh, I, have my, shall, I, I I remembered I was going to get to some notes before. Okay. Here's my notes. How many do you have in total? So I know no, it, this, how, it, this to, one section. This mine. one section. Okay. I was saying about <laughs> we're following on from from a, a from a, a novel, and my one of my main complaints about the the novel length one uh, is that the the novellas had trained me, like I said before, they trained me to only care about Murderbot. Yes. And one other character, yes. and then some random people who I don't need to care about because at the end of the story they're either going to die or they're going to be saved, and you're just going to move on. And there's only going to be, you know, Art or Mensa, like one con one other continuing character that I've got to keep track on. And the novel is something like, and now there's a crew over here, and these people here, and I was really annoyed that I couldn't keep the 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 um, the, the names straight because yeah. there was it even got to the point there was one character called Rati and another one called Arati. So there's Rati and Rati and. Say, anyway, so they start, these names start coming up, and they're like, Rati did this, and then he did this, and I was like, wait, Rati is a man okay there was no clue about that nothing else was doing just names thrown out there Oversay and I said Oversay is a person who just said something and then Iris did this and I was like okay Iris is a person who is also present who? Oversay and Iris are characters left over from the previous book who are just 
you, they're just in scenes saying stuff and doing things. And I'm like, oh, I don't remember who this person is. Kareem. So Kareem t turns up and, and it turns out Kareem is, and I put a woman question mark. Okay, so we've got Rati, Arati, Oversay, Iris, Kareem, and then Tiago turns up. And I'm like, okay, Tiago is another person. And these Can you are just. just show me, I want to see. Okay, I, the, I'm just writing these down. I don't know how Oversay is is uh, written, you know, oh. because I'm listening to the audiobook in this case. Um, okay, because Tiago, I've never seen I've never seen this word before. This I I don't know which character you mean by exactly. saying that. Here's the thing: I don't know which characters they meant. Not Overstay. Oversay yes. is is what it is. That is not mentioned anywhere in this book. There is so someone called will... Oversay. I don't know how it's pronounced. Are you going to just type in Over? Uh, and yeah, I guess you've got to search it. Press Enter. No, but now it's just searching over. Okay. Well, either way, don't worry too much about it. All right. Stop looking at this because I want you to carry. On, I want you to carry on listening to me rather than searching for stuff here. Because I'm. W my point is, I'm now saying lots of names that you won't remember. Okay. No. Um, but uh, you also need to put the. Belagia. Someone turns up. Belagia is there. Yes. Tariq. And I'm like, oh, someone else is here who's not been mentioned before. And now I've got no idea where they came from in this book, and I don't remember them from. A novel that I read a year and a half ago, or listened to in a half ago. Then, 15 minutes before the end of the book, 15 minutes before the end of the book, yes. they're like, and then she called Seth to tell them, and I'm like, yes. Seth? Yeah, Who's yeah, yeah. Seth? He, and then, he stays on the, on the ship that's up in orbit. I hadn't remembered that there was someone called Seth existed at all, and yeah. like, it called Seth. And then we got on to talk to Perry, and I'm like, Perry? Yeah. And I'm like, Perry, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, explanation mark. I'm like, Seth and Perry turn up 15 minutes before the end of this story. I've got no... And then they say this way. It was weird to have so many humans that I had to give them group names. <laughs> And I'm like, isn't it weird all this time? The way that Murderbot has been interacting with people is that they don't, the names and the individuals don't actually matter. But suddenly you're just referring to them and I'm like, I don't know. And I was like, oh yeah, Iris is someone who was one of the colonists or someone who was representing the colonists. And do I remember them from a book I read a year and a half ago and that you read in 2020? So you're like having to listen, like think back three and a half years or whatever like that. Isn't Iris the daughter of Mensa? or something? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. Because when they're mentioned, they are mentioned by name yes. with nothing... No introduction. No introduction no. and no clarifying uh, anything, no clarifying details about them. Like, I'm sort of like, oh, the only thing I know about Tariq is that Tariq is a human person who is in the scene. Time after time after time... Well, actually, he got introduced in this book a bit further because they explained, oh, he was a former combat, whatever, whatever yes. person. Yes, so but when I wrote this note, that okay. wasn't. When I wrote this note, that wasn't. There. So he is actually getting some in introduction more than the others. Two characters apart from Murderbot. In fact, two characters, including Murderbot, have any amount of character development yes. or even character outlining or character. Um, I don't want to even call it development, but just sort of like revealing anything about their character. Yes. So I agree. That's that's that was my those are the notes I wanted to go through. I wanted to go those through those things. Okay. So do you want to you you want to look at your note that you've been yes. looking at for ages and distracting me because I've been talking to you and you're no, looking down. I, I, no, I look down because you mentioned a name and that name has happened to just be right, on okay. my screen. Okay? okay. And then you just took it and chopped it over. Okay. I have three things I want to talk about. Yeah. One is that it is so bad writing of 
to assume that in a in a society where they live and where murderbot is a thing and where all the things are a thing that you know I, I don't know exactly when it's set when it's supposed to be set and how far in the future and whatever but talking about jury rigged bombs jury rigged bombs yeah I just can't believe that that would be the term that anybody in this world would use. Nobody uses that word now. Yes. You know what you call them now? What? An IED, an improvised explosive device. Okay. We don't even say jerry-rigged bombs. We say IEDs, like uh, improvised explosive devices. That just jumped out at me <laughs> because I thought, what? What? No. Okay. Then I'm bookmarked uh, some paragraphs. Because unlike you, you listen to the audiobook. Yeah. I read this as an ebook, and now I want to show you. You have to turn the screen brightness okay, up. Sorry, Honestly, yes. I can't no, no, see no. it. No, no, no. I turned it down because my iPad was running low on battery. Okay. And I'm gonna put it to bright mode so you can. No, no, I can. I can read it now. It was yeah. just you had you had a black screen with dark grey writing on it with okay. the screen so, brightness turned down. I want to point out this is a bracket. Okay. And then you've yeah. got brackets inside brackets. There's brackets inside brackets. Yeah. And keep track. There's the first bracket. And that so closes the bracket. That closes the bracket. Then there's another bracket. Okay. That goes and and here. Then there's a one sentence in a bracket. Yeah. Then there's a bracket here, and it goes onto here. Then there's a bit where there's no brackets, <laughs> and then there's a bit with brackets again. And yeah, what you're goes... trying to say is that the brackets are doing different things. At some points, the brackets are like, oh, this is happening with you in your head, or this is a conversation that's not happening out loud. But then within those brackets, there's other things where it's actually bracketed asides. Yes. So well, how this works <laughs> is that there's stuff that's that's being told outside of Murderbot's brain, or like they're like thought processes. But when it's yeah. like anything that's happening when they are thinking about stuff, then they're inserting sub brackets of sub brackets and when then he when murderbots <laughs> then having a conversation with art for example yeah. then they get their own brackets in the own in the other yes, brackets yeah. it's Oh my. You know, I couldn't keep track of what you're saying there because it's so confusing, God, exactly. but also it's confusing to read. Is that is that any indication that this is being... No, it's no. just in the audiobook, they just read it through and you okay. just, from context, you, you just pick it up. Okay. Uh, I just say you pick it up. I could generally pick it up, but there were some times where I'm like, oh, suddenly this says something redacted and then we find out what the redacted thing is and yes. I'm like, oh, you mean the thing that was happening at the end of the previous book that I barely remembered that it would have been better if you hadn't have kept it secret from me that you had to be your yeah, brain reset or whatever it was and losing yes. some time. And I was like, oh yeah, but this book is happening months later. Like yes. the, the, It's not like this book picks up immediately where the previous book left off. No. It does story-wise, but time in the book, we've had one of those, oh, we can reset and Murderbot has had time to grow back limbs and recharge batteries and reformat hard drives or whatever Murderbot needs to yeah. get through. Anyway, I just wanted to point out because that was quite okay. a thing to deal with reading this book. All right, and your third note. My third note is the following sentence. Okay. Hostile Sec Unit 2 assumed that Art Drone was just a drone under the control of me or the humans. Which mistake? Yeah. Um... It's trying to do millennial Gen Z speak of like <sighs> it just all the time. It's trying to do well. What mistake? Like you know, yeah. people that have people that have spent a lot of their the previous fifteen years of their life chatting on Reddit and Live Journal and other places like that and the cool speak. 
which yes. mistake you know like I yes. accidentally this you know it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. I understand but that has no place in this kind of literary writing style this is not literary yeah, yeah, writing no, no, no. Okay. this is okay. trash disposable uh, but, but, science fiction but, but, okay so if you do this mm-hmm. and you can you can add this to your novel writing but then there needs to be also the you know the punctuation going with it or the smileys or like this stuff yeah if you have this kind of language you would definitely put in like a, a blank and then a, a wink and yeah. then like a I think it's just I think it's just hard to write in the audiobook is, yeah. that stuff came off as just like oh someone's just speaking yes. you know yes of course it is difficult to to write this kind of stuff so that it does come up but it did it did uh, when I read this sentence it did kick me out of my reading experience a bit yeah so um, my uh, my uh, note I, in the previous book this is what I. This isn't my notes from a previous murder bot. Kill the shit out of them is what a note that I wrote of like some weird language. Yeah. And then the first note that I made of about this book, I literally open it up to go. Oh, where's the note about murder bot? Oh, okay, here's a previous <laughs> note which I've written about. And I started typing "kill the shit out of them," and I realized, oh, the only note that I'd written before that was "kill the shit out of them." Like, and so then I made a note. Why did I make a note about this line again? Kill the shit out of them. And so yeah, it's actually very stupid everything is stupid everything is fucking and everything is actually I think actually is just bad writing using the word stupid over and over again means that it's sort of like I'm a teenager everything's stupid you know Murderbot is um, annoying uh, mood swinging kind of that thing and and a lot of this writing is just trying to use teenage speak yeah is what it feels like yeah to be honest, this this book feels very much like one at the stage where like something okay, there has has been a failure of some sorts, yeah. right? And so whoever we are talking about, uh, their their confidence is very low. Yeah. And everybody around them is trying to pick them up and say, "Look, look this wasn't your fault. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. better than this. Come on, keep keep going and stuff." And it is very uh, it's 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 a, a slog in that respect. It's trying. It's it's really trying. It's really it's really trying, uh, and also just this just constant like oh uh, oh I missed this again, my mistake. I'm I didn't see this. Oh that was my mistake again. Oh yeah. I'm just not good. Yeah. Oh I don't I don't do my job good. So, yeah. Um. It shared a video of my close call, probably so it had somebody to be angry about it with. <laughs> And I'm like, um, angry about it with. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's, it's like, you know, it's the whole thing. Never end a sentence with a preposition. Yes. And I'm like, how about end it with eight prepositions in a row? Probably so it had somebody to be angry about it with. with. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Uh. There was a way to make that sentence make good. And in the end, I'm like, oh, I wrote a note of that. And I'm like, I just don't actually care enough about this to be annoyed about this. So, um, so, uh, other things. This is a novel. I said, this is my notes. This is a novel, not just a novella. So why not spend the time to actually describe things, you know? Yes. It looked like a set from an old TV show. And my note is, which looks like what? You can't just say it looks like a set from an old TV show. Yes. What does that mean? Yes. Like, and I was, you know, I mentioned to you before about the, oh no, who was it? I was, <laughs> oh, I was talking to you with you and your mother, I think, and I mentioned the, uh, the, the, the movie um, White Christmas. Yes. And it was based, like it was a follow-up to a movie that was filmed in black and white, yes. and then they filmed that 
in colour and they use the same sets, but they didn't repaint them for colour. So everything looks, and I was saying, oh, yeah, everything like, like looks these different shades of grey because they painted it in like this weird purple colour, which I guess in black and white, that would come off as like, you know, deep, dark. D- dark red or dark green. But they just, and that's what I'm saying, like, what are the details which make something look like an old TV set? Like, yeah. or a set from an old TV show? By just saying that, you're making the reader do yeah. their, their own work. Like but they, it's, but the it's not even clear to... what because no, no, actually no. they're no, in a place not, they're in a place which is very old. But here's the thing: stuff from the old TV set often looks cooler than the modern stuff because there's yep. buttons rather than screens. Yes. You know, yep. and they could just say, it could just said, oh, everything was being uh, there was buttons for everything instead of TV screens. Like yes. that's what we'd say now. Yeah. Like the old set of Star Trek had you know yeah. carpet on the floor or you know and lots of levers and stuff. And now they're just like. Doop, 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 and they yeah. do everything and with also, sliders. And also, because this isn't a TV set, you could have just compared it to the the thing itself. Yeah. Like, we know this is post-corporate uh, rim whatever technology or yeah. something. Just just describe that to us. That It's like, this is your job as a writer yeah. to dis- to as- describe it as much as you can so I can have an image of here's that. Another, here's another line from early on. It looked like a scary robot from a generic TV show. And I'm like, what? What is it like? I mean, because they did actually describe it a bit better, but it's sort of like, you can't just say it looked like a scary robot from a TV show. It's like, show don't tell. What you're doing is you're telling me <laughs> that I should look at something else to get what it looks like. I don't know. Um, so, and then somebody else, this is a note that I made off of a Goodreads review. While it is around 100 pages longer than the novellas of the series, series it mostly felt like 100 extra pages of tunnel and room descriptions. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, at the end yeah. it was. But at the start, it's like 100 pages of just people sitting around and just just waiting around for like the first 100 pages. Yeah. Um, the pacing of this is incredibly terrible. Yeah. Uh, redacted we're not yeah I said meanwhile what is redacted that we're not hearing about then we find out and I don't remember the next time I listen yeah listen I mentioned yeah. that like oh and I should have t- talked about the time I was like yeah the last t- like the last like yesterday I found out what the redacted is and I've already forgot about it so it couldn't have been that important yeah. um, so and, and back to my previous uh, main issue with this series is that why is Murderbot so sarcastic all the time? Why are we getting a story that is lo- that is no longer about Murderbot, but about a huge cast of characters, but from the point of view of the most uninterested character, or self-obsessed, or unkind or sarcastic character who is in that situation? Yeah. L- seeing the world through someone who is, like, so mean and sarcastic and unkind to everything about them it might be a joke that they call all humans stupid and everything's stupid and everything's this but spending so much time in the in the brain of someone who is so underdeveloped as a as a human being and of course they are not a human being yeah. and i think it's kind of hinting at the point that d- this d- murderbot is very juvenile yeah and it seems to be that that's fine to be juvenile and sarcastic and unkind and cynical and call everyone stupid. And I was a bit nervous about talking about that on the last podcast we did about this series because I I didn't want it to be like, oh yeah, this is, uh, you know, this is, uh, what did I say? Uh, This is the note, science fiction for introvert nerds. But I don't, but it feels to be like self 
fulfilling science fiction about introvert nerds because it's about someone who is so much of a fan of something that their entire world is defined by the thing that they're a fan of and the you know in this case sanctuary moon moon yeah. is it or something like that that the whole life is coordinated and around that and the only thing that they want to do is just hang out and watch tv shows all the time but then they've got to interact with the real world and then murderbot magically does that perfectly all the time without having to put any effort into actually interacting with the real world yeah and everyone values them as though they're like risking their life oh we've got to save murderbot i'm a human and that's their job to sacrifice themselves for me but i'm going to sacrifice myself to the murderbot and inside i'm on the inside of murderbot's mind and it's and murderbot is fun to spend time with in the way because it is actually fun to spend time with the sarcastic person who calls everything stupid and is like oh dumb humans you know yeah. it's that's a fun point of view but what do the humans see from the outside they see someone who is like at one point they're like are you watching tv right now like important stuff's happening we've all been awake for 36 hours or whatever they said when was the last time the humans had anything and murderbot's like oh i'm fine i just recharged my batteries and i've just been watching tv over here but the humans are like been awake for 36 hours and they're like what are you doing watching tv and it's all like oh no but tv watching tv is the best thing and i was a bit nervous about that but then i uh i just read in a in a review, which was only a three-star review of this book. It says, um, introverts around the world can unite behind Murderbot as a character. And I'm like, ah, oh, that is pretty much the what I was what I'm worried about with Murderbot. That Murderbot, again, this is me someone as someone who isn't like introverted and wants to spend all day watching television and but somehow miraculously is amazing at my job or whatever. Like it it makes me feel uncomfortable that people are looking at Murderbot and seeing an aspirational figure, like, or someone that they can, what does it say? We can all unite behind Murderbot as a character. And I'm like, no, Murderbot as a character needs to grow the fuck up or have an explicit acknowledgement that being not that being introverted is a bad thing, but being mean, unkind, cynical, calling everyone stupid, ignoring people, all of those other kind of things. Like, again, this is not to be say anything bad about introverted people. I'm saying that to you can't hold up the negative parts that make someone unpleasant to be around as the thing which you can unite behind. And Murderbot feels to me to be a negative example. And it felt like at the start of these stories that they're getting... I know it's bad to say this because they're not human, but human connections with other things. Sometimes robots, sometimes other people, sometimes spaceships, whatever it is. And that seems to be being left behind for someone who's just cocky and negative and all of that kind of stuff and I don't want that I don't want Murderbot's personality to represent introverted people around the world anyway I think this is I think there are two different things here I think people are mis messing up or like mixing up um, having your own thought processes and feeling like you need to stand somewhere and stare against the wall as a matter of re recharging your own batteries. That right. is a thing. Yes. Okay, so this is one thing. Yeah. That is a thing that people do experience. And the other thing is what you mentioned, this kind of really un unhumane kind of cynical, un are not really fully grown yet mindset of oh this is I'm better and this is stupid they are like th these people are too slow these um, yeah th all this kind of stuff this is really the 
the thing where I hoped, and we had, I mean, we saw all this kind of behavior in the in the all the beginning in the books, and I thought, like in the earlier in novellas. the earlier yeah. earlier novellas, I thought that would be the bit where Murderbot would actually grow in its own right by then interacting more with these humans that saved it or like you yeah. know that took it in as as it is and accepted the way it is and i thought they would learn a bit from them and say ah but even though the humans are slower in thinking and doing whatever what they the way that they do stuff also then incorporating their own humanity yeah. you know the the neural t- tissue that they constantly yeah. talk about um, I thought that would come closer together to become more of a cohesive. Okay, let's get the good bits of my humanity and the yeah. good bits of my murderbot-ish yeah. being-ish, and then you know it would come up with. Okay, if I want to recharge from too much input, too much stuff happening. Okay, I then go and watch the stuff or stare against the wall or don't want to look at humans yeah. or stuff. This, I thought that would be reduced to where it, what is being kept. Yeah. But so much more is still being there, which yeah. I think uh, is a bit, is, is such a pity and such a missed opportunity. Yeah, here's the thing. I think this book is, <laughs> it's got the core of a, re- what I th- and this is what I thought was going on in the previous books. It's got the core of what I think is a, could be a great story to talk about neurodiversions and introverts and all of these other kind of things, which I think are interesting topics. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you say, being recharging, going this way, like finding an escape, finding like the found family, all of these different things, which are like very current and very like you, you look at Twitter or Instagram or threads and it's everyone's talking about, you know, mental health and neurodivergence and all that kind of stuff. But again, I think there's a way of doing this without the main character being unkind and sarcastic all the time. Yes. And I don't want the unkind, sarcastic character to become the introvert character that the introverts of the world or the neurodivergent or the people who don't have enough spoons or fulls of energy, all these different kind of things that you can talk about in science fiction which science fiction is like perfect science fiction is built to do all of this you know yes. science fiction this is the strength of science fiction that you can you can come you can address these characters and address these you know issues and talk about all this kind of stuff when you have a spoonful of energy you can literally have a robot which needs to recharge energy <laughs> like it's that's what science fiction can be great about and can be great for and i'm just disappointed that this book just is dropping the ball continuously Absolutely. in my have, in my in my mind. I yeah. have a great example of this uh, in in Star Trek uh, um, Voyager. You have this character called uh, Seven of Nine. And yeah, she she's a, a former Borg. She was separated from the Hive, and so and she she is very much of this kind of neurodiverse thinking. She's very she she's very like. Um, you know, it's it's very exact and very. It has to make sense, and it it, it needs to be like yeah. very, you know, everything as you'd expect from someone who used to be exactly, part of the board. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but but she over the time being on in the crew and stuff, um, she's growing. Yeah. Like to be, to to keep some of that for to still be herself, right? Yeah. To still be that way, but then also taking up some bits from the outside to make her less like yeah. just it needs to be acceptable or it needs to be yeah. 100% like this and whatever 
I think she this character is a perfect example of what you just said. Yeah. But again, it can be done. the writers of Star Trek, there's lots of people in the room of and they, they have it. And then there's the actor themselves, like the person doing that. And they have an idea of how to yes. play it, if you know yes. what I mean. That's why I'm of saying course. that. I think that the Apple TV show about Murderbot could be a really, really great 10 episode exploration of yes. someone who's neurodivergent and... Uh, you know, and all these other things that can come up with this, yeah. you know, like all the other issues that are here, like uh, what is it like to be, you know, human? Are they male or female? And that's a funny thing that was noticed looking through um, the uh, the reviews and they're like, Murderbot, he does this. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a second. It, like, it, 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 like, very much how, 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 are the they, how are they, how have they read seven Murderbot books and still think Murderbot has a, a, a gender that needs to be assigned to it or whatever? Oh. You know, for me, that's a real clear core part of this. Yeah. You know. Anyway, so that's that's my main thing. Yuliana is, is is flopping around, not a lot of energy. I'm just going to quickly look. I think that was my last note that I that I put here. Yes, kill the shit out of them um, is a thing. We didn't talk about actually. You did a search for actually, didn't yeah, you? I did. And there was uh, and unfortunately, it, it doesn't really say. Uh, this is yeah. how many actually's they are turning oh. up. But it is, it is a lot and stupid just as much. Yeah. What, what was it? Kill the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying it was mentioned. It was in a. It was a line that I killed. Just do it. That's enough. It'll find it there. Yeah, you could. Di- it's mentioned once. Yes, I know, but I'm saying it was a line that I made a note about that it was mentioned in a previous book. I don't worry too much about it. It's that like kill the shit out of them is. It doesn't make a huge amount of sense, but again, it just stood out to me as a as a as a line which I want a murder bot to do. What? Yeah, and then you're getting distracted by the the uh, the brackets, all of the stuff in parentheses. Whereas I read, listened to the audiobook, and there was no audiobook parentheses there. I would give this book not that many stars. No. Um, I did finish it, but only because it felt like well, it's gonna win probably some awards next year other people are going to talk about it so i might as well just read it and it felt like i was just what, reading it to get through it to talk about there's nothing no there's not there's a thing we've talked about 45 minutes about a book which is isn't worth 45 minutes of our time no there's nothing in it but you finished it i finished it it's novel length and it's a science fiction book so here it is okay thankfully i've got another book to talk about which we can do a podcast about that later or tomorrow or whenever some other time uh, some other time so uh, i want you i want a, a star rating for you about this book that you only barely got through to the end of one star you're giving it one star yes okay I could give it one star as well. Yeah. Do we but agree? I did finish. The thing is, I did finish yeah, it. Yeah, so, but, but that means that you can give it one star because yes, you finished yeah, it. Yeah, because I finished Like, it's not going to be like, oh, I'm not even going to give it a rating. And it is a novel. Like, it is proper length book, but it's not a proper book. Again, this, everything that I liked about those first four novellas is just left behind now. Yeah, nothing, nothing in it. There's no forward progression of the character, no forward progression of the story. No. There's too many human human names that are mentioned I was going to say human characters but they're not even characters they're just <laughs> human names that are mentioned who are just sort of like oh and this person is here nothing really happens you've got to have just finished the previous book to have any idea what's going on and then you still don't know what's going on and then no. at the end there's a chase you asked me oh what about the twist and I was like I, this is yesterday what about the twist and I was like I don't even know what you're talking about which could be the twist and then you explained it to me I was like that wasn't even a twist yes. it was just something happened yes and also uh, it just totally disappeared at the end of yeah. the book. Like, I don't anything even know that, what happened. Anything with that them. mattered didn't ended up didn't mattering. They just no. literally they just got into a spaceship and flew away. And I was like, oh, that's it, is it? Okay. We're just we're just leaving. Yeah, I don't even know what happened to that yeah. character. 
Did they stay on board with them? I don't Again, it's not it doesn't matter because I finished this book a week ago and yes. it doesn't matter. Yeah. It just doesn't matter. You're Nothing right. matters. You're right. Nothing went on forward. All right. So one star. Yes, and I just want to make it clear that I'm not talking down to anybody who's introverted. I'm just saying uh, it's, the book isn't written well enough and I find it disappointed that introverts think this is something that they should rally but Introverts of the world should rally behind. That's no. it. No. Or, no, sorry. Introverts around the world can unite behind Murderbot as a character. I'm just like, oh, please not. Find a find an introvert character from a book which is better written than this, please. <laughs> yes, yes, a, a kinder kinder character, like just you know you just can a be better written character. Uh, just yes, uh, and and I understand the urge to sit in front of a, a TV and just binge watch TV and stuff. I totally understand all of that. I have I'm I'm totally having all these tendencies as well, but uh, just but be you kind. Can be, yeah, <laughs> be kind. Okay. Reminds me of that. Um, oh no, Juliana's shaking her head, uh, shaking her hands at me. She doesn't want me to get into this. I'll maybe mention that later. Anyway, that's it from us. You can follow us on uh, Instagram. I'm at Luke Burge there. Juliana is at J U K U there. You can become our friends on Goodreads. Actually, let me just head over here. I can see what Goodread friends think about this book. Oh, it's over here as well. Um, so go over to Goodreads and, and join the SFBRP listener group. Or check out the books that are there. Ronald gated it five stars. Um, you should probably read Fugitive Telemetry before reading System Collapse, but I was in a, hur- in a hurry. Editor add, oh, I got that wrong. Well, you should read Fugitive Telemetry. System Collapse is actually a sequel to Network. So even the person who gives it five stars can't keep track of the previous books. Kristen rated it five stars. Um, Julie Davis rated it four stars. Terp Kristen rated it three stars. Murderbot being cocky is more interesting than Murderbot being very unsure of himself himself itself yes itself. yes it, it co- like this whole time in this book it's made very clear and it's it it yes but i also understand that as well that back in the day when murderbot was like i'm the awesome let's yes. go yes. and now murderbot is like but that's oh, what I, no. I, yes but it's it's the thing that that murderbot is getting unsure of itself yes. and like oh i don't know what's going on but it isn't making isn't making itself any more interesting exactly. or doing anything and that's yeah. what i tried to say earlier when i said it's like it it something went wrong and now the the confidence is gone completely and uh, and there's no growing and no nothing and it's a bit it's uh, oh my goodness unsatisfying. this has got seven thousand seven hundred and twenty one five star reviews yeah forty people, people just don't know what they're liking forty five percent of people who read this book gave it forty five percent and it was one of the finalists of the Goodreads Science Fiction Book of the Year series as well it's just not no I just don't know. Anyway, that's enough of us. That's enough from us. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, I was on Threads for about a week until I deleted it from my phone. Threads is not for me. Um, but uh, Mastodon is where you can find us. Links yep. in the show notes for this. Email me, luke at juggler.net. Otherwise, that's it from us. Thanks a lot for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. <laughs>